The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. As our custom is, I will encourage us to rise as we read. Revelations chapter 5 from verse 1. And I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll written inside and on the back, sealed with seven seals. Then I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the scroll and to lose its seals? And no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll. Verse 4. So I wept much because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll or to look at it. But one of the elders said to me, do not weep. Please let me look at anyone and say, do not weep. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah. The root of David has prevailed to open the scroll and to lose its seven seals. And I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne and of the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. Then he came and took the scroll out of the hand of him who sat on the throne. Verse 8. Now when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb, each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song. Saying, please let me prophesy to your neighbor, this season you will sing a new song. You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals. For you were slain and you have redeemed us to God by your blood. Out of every tribe and every tongue and every people and every nation. And you have made us kings and priests. To our God, and we shall reign on earth. Hallelujah. Verses 11 and 12 are very instructive as well. Then I looked, and I heard a voice of many angels around the throne, the living creatures and the elders, and the number of them were ten thousands and ten thousands. And they were saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength. And honor and glory and blessing. Father, we thank you for the blessing upon the reading of your word. We ask that you speak to our hearts this day as we celebrate the independence of our nation. And even as we celebrate the communion this morning. Let your word come with power. Touch us one and all. And let no one return the same way they came. We pray in the name of Jesus. Somebody that is expectant this morning, shout a louder, Amen. Please high five your neighbor and you can be seated in God's presence. 
I have five things in this text I would love to share with us. And of course, time will not permit me to share everything in this first service. So what I'm going to do is I will try to share like three of them with you. And then maybe I will talk about the other two in the second service. Something like that. Let's see how it goes. The first thing I want you to see in the text is that the elder told John, stop weeping or stop crying. And I came by the Spirit of the Lord to declare and to announce to someone under the sound of my voice, stop weeping, stop crying. Praise the Lord. Um, prophetically, Pastor Bono said that in our welcome. And I was like, wow, we're speaking by the Spirit of God. John saw a scroll or a book in the revelations and the visions of heaven that God showed him. And the interesting thing about that book was that it was sealed. And it was sealed in seven different places. It's a very interesting symbol because if you read, continue reading the book of Revelation, what that book represented was the prophecies of the end times and things that will happen. But he couldn't have access to it. He couldn't see it. And that made him to weep. What that represents is that in our lives, there are things that we don't seem to have access to. I will just quickly move on because of time. Some of you don't have access to your healing. It's sealed to you. Some people don't have access to prosperity. It's sealed to you. Some people don't have access to a marriage or happiness in their marriage or fruitfulness in their career. It is, in fact, it is tightly sealed up. And when we go through these kind of things, which is what was happening to John, because he couldn't see and he couldn't have revelation and by that he couldn't have experience, it made him to cry and to weep. But God told me to tell someone this morning, like that elder told John, you don't have to cry anymore. You don't have to weep anymore. And I prophesy under the sound of my, under, to everyone under the sound of my voice this morning, with the authority of heaven, everything that has made you to weep and to cry, it comes to an end for you in the name of Jesus. Everything that is making you to shed tears at night, it comes to an end in the name of Jesus. Why should I not cry, Pastor? Well, the elder told John, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the lamb of God has prevailed. Glory be to God. These things may be hidden from you. These things may be sealed to you, but they are open to him. Hallelujah. They are not sealed to him. Jesus can see your healing. Jesus can see your breakthrough, your blessing, your prosperity. So you may not be able to see it, but bless God, the lion of the tribe of Judah can see it. And he has revelation of it. And listen to what the other told him. Look at the lamb. We have that told to us again at Grace Culture. Stop looking at what you cannot see or what you cannot experience. Behold, the lion of the tribe. Behold means look. And from the time the elder told him, that's what John kept doing. And as he kept looking at the lion and the lamb, he kept seeing what he could not see before. All the seals became, all the, the screw became open to him and he saw everything. Please let me tap your neighbor and say, look at Jesus, look at Jesus, look at Jesus. The things that are sealed and hidden from us, there are no reason for us to be in despair. Am I talking to somebody this morning? That's no reason for you to be crying and weeping. 
If you are doing that, you need to change your focus. Please stop somebody. I don't think they've had you this morning. Say, look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. I don't know whether you notice the paradox in the fact that he is the lion and he is also the lamb. It's also interesting to note that he did not prevail as the lion. He prevailed as the lamb. It was when he died and shed his blood, which we are celebrating this morning, and sacrificed that he prevailed. So the message to us is to put our hope and our confidence in Jesus. Hallelujah. Put your hope and your confidence in Jesus. When we look at our nation, many of us have reasons to weep and to cry. But thus said the Lord, you will weep no longer concerning your nation. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Glory, glory be to God. I love what the psalmist said in Psalm 30 and verse 5. God's anger is but for a moment, but his favor is for life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. I came to prophesy over someone that has been weeping up until now. Your joy has come in the name of Jesus. Your night season is over in the name of Jesus. And you can have that every day of your life. If you will learn to take your eyes off the things that are sealed from you and focus your eyes on Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me move on because of time. Second thing we notice from that text that God saw a vision. He said he saw these golden bowls and they were full of incense. Verse 8 of Revelation 5. The text we read. And he said the incense were the prayers of the saints. Hallelujah. That's very instructive that he saw that in that vision God showed him. And I want to tell someone here again. For the opportunity time in this church, be prayerful. Be prayerful. Your prayers are never wasted. We just finished three days of fasting and prayer. We do that every month in this church. Every month and be prayerful. Your prayers are never wasted. They go up to heaven and they fill the throne room of God like sweet perfume. Hallelujah. When you study three, um, the scriptures, there are three things you will find that the Bible tells comes up as incense before God and fills his room as sweet perfume. Number one is what John mentioned there, prayer. Another thing the Bible teaches us that fills the heavens is our praise. So tap your neighbor and say, be praiseful. This last quarter of the year, look at another neighbor that is interested in what we are saying. Say, this last quarter of the year, be full of gratitude, be full of praise. It comes up as incense before God. We talked about that last Sunday. And the third thing we see in scriptures that come up as incense before God is our offerings and our sacrifices. Offerings and sacrifices. We saw that in, in the case of Noah. Noah sacrificed those animals. We read that a few weeks ago in Genesis chapter 8, verses 20 and 21. The Bible said it came up as a sweet aroma before God. Philippians chapter 4, Apostle Paul was challenging the Philippians to be giving and receiving. Giving to his ministry and receiving from his ministry. And he told them, it's not that I seek a gift. In verse 18, he said, I've received what you sent to me. It's like a sweet aroma before God. 
One text summarizes all these things. Hebrews 13. Let's look at it very closely this morning. Hebrews 13 from verse 15. Therefore, by him, let us continue, continually offer the sacrifice of praise. I love that phrase. Somebody say sacrifice of praise. Let us continually offer to God the sacrifices of praise. That is the fruit of our lips. Giving thanks to God or giving thanks to his name. And do not forget to do good. And to share. For with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. Hallelujah. So our prayers are well pleasing to God like incense, a sweet perfume. Our praise is well pleasing to God as incense, a sweet perfume. And our offerings. I tell us every time we fast, learn to give a benevolence offering. That's what he's talking about there. When you do that, when you give offerings, when you make sacrifices, it fills the throne room of heaven. Glory be to God. And it makes all the difference. So we don't have to weep any longer. Lift your hands and say, I don't have to weep any longer. In fact, think about whatever has been making you weep right now. Whether it's a sickness in your body. A pain in your life. A challenge at work. A challenge at home. A heartache. Come on, lift that hand and say, I don't have to weep any longer. Say this, in, in the name of Jesus, I take my eyes off the scroll that has been sealed to me. And rather, I fix my focus on the lamb that was slain. That's how it ends. And let me tell you what to do. Every time you are tempted to cry, <laughs> praise God, because you will be tempted to cry. Every time you are tempted to weep, every time the pain is squeezed again, as you fix your eyes on Jesus, learn to pray. Let us be full of tear, uh, prayers rather than being full of tears. Learn to praise. Hallelujah. And learn to give offerings. Fill that throne room with incense. That's what John saw. I saw these golden bowls. They were full of the prayers of the saints. And that way you will always have victory. Can I hear a loud amen? Hallelujah. Let me close with this third part. And I want you to look very closely at that text again. Or remember what we read. Glory, glory be to God. You see something repeated over and over there. It's the mystery of seven. John said the scroll was sealed seven times. That's one. It had seven seals. In, in the scriptures, the number seven refers to perfection. And they get that from creation. God created the world in seven days. And at the end of the seventh day, said everything was perfect. Everything was very good. Perfection. So it's just a repetition and a cycle of seven. And that's how some people's problems are. It's a perfect problem. That's why John was weeping. Perfect problem. The devil has cornered you on every side. Financially, you are cornered. Spiritually, you are cornered. You are so heartbroken, you can't even pray. 
perfect problem. But even if you have a perfect problem, God said, don't weep anymore. Oh, hallelujah. I'm saying even if you are dead like Lazarus and you are four days in the tomb, you know that's a perfect problem. (laughs) Four days dead. Your body is already rotten. Perfect problem. Don't weep anymore. Turn your eyes and turn your gaze on Jesus. This is what Jesus told us in John 16, 33. These things I have spoken to you that in me you will have peace. I prophesy over someone under the sound of my voice. This final quarter, starting with this month of October, you will have peace. The things that have been troubling you and giving you heartache and making you to cry, you will have peace concerning those things. I'm telling you these things that you may have peace. In this world, you may have tribulation. Perfect problems. Doctor is telling you that your sperm count is too low to have children. On top of that, your wife's womb is closed. Perfect problem. Sealed seven times. But even though in this world you will have tribulation, be of good cheer. Hallelujah. Because I have overcome. Somebody shout he has overcome. So the first seven that John saw was a, a, a scroll with sealed seven times, perfectly locked up. But that's not all he saw. He saw the lamb. Hallelujah. In verse 6. And he said the lamb had seven horns and seven eyes. And he said those seven eyes were the seven spirits of God. Let me tell you something. You may have a perfect problem. But more importantly, you have a perfect savior. Oh, hallelujah. In scriptures, horns signify power. I signify knowledge, revelation. He is all-powerful and he knows everything. Can I tell somebody something this morning? God knows the cure to your sickness. And he can, is it infinity gauntlet? All he needs to do is to, okay, some of you don't watch Avengers. He is that powerful. He is that powerful. All power in heaven and on earth has been given unto me. And he has all knowledge. Seven horns, perfect power, all power. Seven eyes, perfect knowledge, all wisdom. You have a perfect Savior. Take your eyes off your problem. Put your eyes on your Savior. Oh, hallelujah. Take your eyes off what is making you cry. Like the the experience they had in the wilderness. Stop looking at the serpent that is biting you and killing you. Look at the serpent that God has put on the brazen cross. And the Bible said as they looked, they were healed. Notice again that the serpents did not disappear. The problems are not going anywhere. I'm telling you the truth. In fact, you know what the Bible says? You get darker and darker. But bless God. Hallelujah. Sometimes you look at Nigeria's problem. Some people have given up on the country. Why? It is sealed seven times. But the solution is not running to Canada. That's not what he told us. He gave us a perfect savior. And not only that, our perfect savior has wrought a perfect redemption for us. That's what we see in verse 12. Worthy is the lamb. And they measured seven benefits. Somebody say perfection. Perfect redemption. We don't need anything more. Hallelujah. 
and we don't need anything else. Why? This blood is perfect. The redemption in this blood is perfect. The salvation in this blood is perfect. Worthy is the lamb that was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing for us. Leave those hands and say, I have a perfect savior that has finished the perfect redemption for me. Please let that sink into your spirit this morning. If I rise on your feet as you declare that I have a perfect savior. My eyes are not on my problem. No matter how difficult it looks, no matter how painful it feels, I have a perfect savior. Say with me, seven horns, seven eyes. He has the seven spirits of God. All power and all wisdom is in his hands. And he has worked for me. Hey, can somebody believe what we are saying this morning? Concerning that health challenge, he has worked for me a perfect redemption. Concerning the troubles I face at work, the challenges concerning my child or my children, oh, the spiritual difficulties I'm facing, whatever the issues are, he has worked for me in his blood. A perfect redemption. And as John kept looking at the lamb that was slain, one by one, the seven seals started opening up. And he wrote everything down. And what was making him cry at the beginning of the book, hallelujah, the perfect savior that worked a perfect redemption in his blood turned everything around. And today we are still celebrating what he saw. And what he wrote. That will be your testimony from this day forward. I don't know what was making you cry. What has been making you cry up until this morning. I came by the spirit of God to announce to you. It ends in this service. Ah, someone did hear what I'm saying. It ends this very moment. By this time tomorrow, you will be sharing a testimony. In this very hour, you will see a turn around. Your perfect savior. Has worked the perfect redemption for you. Will you lift your hands and begin to bless him this morning? Come on, open your mouth and begin to bless him. Tell yourself over and over again, I take my eyes off the problem. I take my eyes off the pain. The things that are making me cry, I take my eyes off them. H.O.P., please, you can quickly come up. Pastors, let's come to the communion table. Ushers, let's get ready to minister the communion to the people. I have a perfect savior. Please declare that over and over again. Say that until all the problems and the pain that has been making you cry, they fizzle away. Like we sing in that song, let all the other names fade away. I have a perfect Savior that has wrought a perfect redemption for me in his blood. I have a perfect Savior. I have a perfect Savior. Come on, open your mouth and declare it. He has perfected my healing. He has perfected my marriage. He has perfected my career. He has perfected my family. He has perfected my ministry. He has perfected my finances. He has perfected everything that pertains to me. I fix my eyes on Jesus. Behold the lion of the tribe of Judah, who is also the lamb of God that was slain. I fix my eyes on Jesus. I fix my eyes on Jesus. 
come and open your mouth and begin to bless him this morning. We consecrate these elements as the blood of the lamb that was slain and the perfect redemption it carries for us. The answer to every tear, the solution to every pain, the, the, the answer to every problem. We participate of it. We activate it today. And by faith, we receive in the name of Jesus. Continue to pray, church. Please, once you are ready, quickly come and serve the minstrels so they'll be ready to minister to us. And then you can begin to serve the people until they call you forward. Keep your eyes on him. He is the lamb that was slain. <laughs> Somebody is leaving this service with a manifestation of their healing today. Somebody's financial troubles are coming to an end today. Somebody's heartache is being restored. Your heart is being restored and filled with joy. That heartache is being healed today. Why? You have a perfect Savior. You have a perfect Savior. And He has worked a perfect redemption for you. Come on, as the ushers direct you, just come and partake in faith. And continue to praise Him. And continue to worship Him. Continue to bless Him. I have a perfect Savior. Oh, I have a perfect Savior. And He has worked a perfect redemption for me. I don't need anything more. I don't need anything else. Let the power in the blood be activated today. Let the wisdom in the blood be activated as we partake this morning. Come in faith. Partake in faith. Keep praying and keep praising Him. Let your prayer and your praise be the proceeding message was brought to you by King's Word Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at King's Word Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station. First Bank Bus Stop of Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-00640.